It's time for the KHNS Local News. I'm Alan de Premenil. Today in the news, a team from Louisiana State University is spending a week in Haines to provide training to the police department, first responders, and the general public. They focus on active threat management. We sat down with two instructors to learn more about what they do. And the Alaska Division of Air Quality issued its first smoke alert of the year for Southeast Alaska on Thursday morning at 9 a.m. The region will be impacted by smoke from wildfires raging just over the Canadian border. As of last Friday, traces of smoke became visible across Alaska. But the winds have shifted and the fires have gotten worse. The division expects this will push a lot more smoke into the state over the course of the week. The smoke alert shows the air quality level for the entire panhandle, from Skagway to Ketchikan, dropped from good to moderate. It could even fall to unhealthy before the weekend. That means the concentration of smoke could affect public health. Sensitive groups, like children, the elderly, and people with heart or lung diseases, could experience health consequences from the smoky air. The state says people belonging to any of those groups should reduce prolonged or heavy exercise outdoors. The most recent weather observations show large amounts of smoke being carried into Alaska on southeasterly winds from British Columbia. Conditions in Canada support more wildfires and smoke for at least the next week. The state division will issue its next report Saturday morning if the air does not improve. The state's weather models show upper-level smoke plumes creeping into the southern half of southeast Alaska on Thursday morning. The most obvious impact will be haze during the day. Then, the smoke will settle in the mountains and drain into coastal communities in the late evening hours. If you have a three-person team, you're all patch to patch. Spacing in between is fine. You're off the wall, and that's the time to breathe. We are in the public safety building. There is yellow tape on the ground to symbolize walls and doors. Grown men are waving blue plastic guns, but the mood is serious. Members of the Haines Police Department are training to respond to an active shooter event. They are walking back to back, aware of their exposure to a potential threat, of how to move in a way that keeps eyes on most of their surroundings, how to open a door and scan a room. Timothy Durand is an instructor with the National Center for Biomedical Research and Training at Louisiana State University. His course is called Active Threat Integrated Response. And the whole idea behind it is to maximize the life-saving efforts both medically from a medical fire EMS standpoint and a law enforcement background. So our kind of our motto is stop the killing, stop the dying. Five trainers are here. The university's website dubs the training the Academy of Counterterrorism Education. Borough and school employees Police officers, fire department staff and volunteers, and the general public have the opportunity to learn what to do in case the worst happens. Jim Covington is also an instructor and has been for almost 25 years. We do have instructors that have been involved in some responses, uh, some that have been uh, major national incident responses, but most, I think, have been involved with law enforcement or 
uh, public safety for a number of years and have encountered incidents. In one session, participants are encouraged to use whatever cover they can to slow down a bullet. Anything is better than nothing. Same with blocking doors. Here, they only need to hold off the bad guy for a few minutes. Haynes is small and help will arrive quickly. But not necessarily the type of incident we're talking about here uh, because it is kind of a new evolving threat and continues to evolve. And that's why we're doing this particular class we're doing now. Covington says that people are coming up with new ways of hurting each other and training has to keep up with that. Before a vehicle was used in France, no one ever thought about using a vehicle for a weapon. But once the, the truck was used to run down people uh, in a park, I think people became aware that anything could be used as a weapon. So it's not just guns, and we hear a lot about the gun issue, but it's not just guns, it's anything that can be used against uh, civilians. The training aims to integrate emergency medical personnel into the police response. Durand explains. Policemen need to have a good medical base and the fire EMS people need to have knowledge about how the police are going to respond so that they can work together to save as many lives as possible. This means learning about each other's roles and getting used to communicating between agencies. As the class continues, the students cheerfully practice packing bandages into a gaping wound on a fake rubber arm. That's it for the KGNS Local News. We had reporting today from Shelby Herbert in Petersburg, and I'm Alan DePrimenil. This is KHNS, Haynes, Skagway, and Klokwan at 102.3, and translator K220BK, Skagway, Alaska at 91.9.